Hi everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Coffee with Chaos. We are the Chaos. You have no coffee. I have no coffee. I've got a, a green tea. We've just finished doing some sub-exclusive content as well. We did. So if you are interested to find out what that is, make sure to sub. Give us a sub. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a short at some point. Uh, but today is the day of, of the, Mc, the McDonald's. Oh, spoiler. That's what the, con <laughs> the content is. Um, but it is... A little bit of a weird week in terms of releases, so we've got Phantom Nightmare. Yep. But looking across the month, February's pretty quiet. Yeah, it's a little bit quiet. We did have Heavy Hitters uh, last Friday, which we opened up last night, which is a pretty cool new set for Flesh and Blood. A huge set, tons of stuff in it, loads of new heroes, loads of new stuff related around gold and the different coins that we've seen beforehand, but also like agility and might and some different kind of... I guess, abilities. Yeah, it, it was a very confrontational deck, mm. into, not deck, set. set with it, but you can get those decks for heavy hitters as well if you're new to Flesh and Blood and you just want something that you can play straight off the bat. It's a great shout. The Cold Falls are beautiful. I've seen some of the, uh, the, the Marvel cards and they are very nice looking, but we also, like you said, we've got Phantom Nightmare, which releases today in the uh, OTS store, the Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, OTS store chaos cars tabletop gaming center yeah so the official tournament That's store was, i was trying to wrap my brain to remember what it, <laughs> it was for. when you were saying it said ots twice i'm like <laughs> interesting but obviously we're a uh wizards premium store network we, yeah and wizards premium network yeah um as well as being an official tournament store for Yu-Gi-Oh. so last week i think was the pre-release for karlov manor Yes, uh, and it's available to pick up on the online store as well for, for Murders in Carl of Manor. At um, Carl, of, Carl of Manor. At, in, it's at. somewhere <laughs> somewhere nearby. And the Cluedo special edition is later in March, I believe. But Phantom Nightmare, you've actually opened a box already. Yes, yeah, so Yu-Gi-Oh's Phantom Nightmare. It's a really cool set. It's a core booster set. There's 100 cards to collect, which sounds less than the other card games, but Yu-Gi-Oh is more frequent with their releases. It feels like it's every week. It's not every week. It's like every three weeks or yeah. something like that. But there are goblins, which I'm looking forward to seeing on stream. Goblin bikers. And we've had goblins in Yu-Gi-Oh! before for, for the longest time. Um, but this time they are goblin bikers who look kind of a bit more like gremlins. They're yes. furry, which is quite interesting. But we've got the goblin bikers. They're a new archetype. We've got the ashened archetype, which I was looking into actually... Based kind of around, there's bits about it that are a bit Dark Souls-y, but also bits about it that are about, like, Pompeii and Volcano, living near a volcano, and, which is interesting. Um, I think I saw in the sub-lounge Aroma cards as yeah. well. Yeah, so there's Aroma cards. They're like uh, butterfly ladies. Oh, cute. Um, and I don't know, I, it looks like there's something around tea, but I'm not sure. I haven't delved too deeply into the art. Because as soon as I saw Aroma, I thought of my Valentine mm. and like whether it was going to be perfume and things <laughs> like that. But it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be an exciting set and I'm looking forward to seeing it opened later we today. We have the voiceless voice stuff as well. That's a new archetype in this set. The voiceless voice. The voiceless voice. Okay. Um, and then there's a load of support for Ubel who is kind of like this devil person from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, and so we're getting some Yu-Bell support in this new set. Um, yeah, there's like loads of other cards here, there, and everywhere. Yu-Gi-Oh! loves a pun. There is, uh, what was it, Convertible, 
at the moment that was in, in this set. Uh, loads of uh, random cards, but some great fun to be had. So do check out Phantom Nightmare. We just came off of Maze of Millennia, which was a great set. Had Bonfire in it, yes. which is a fantastic card for pyro-based archetypes, of which there is a few, and Ashen is actually one of those as well. And in between that, we played the uh, two-player starter set We did, well. we did, which is a very interesting way of learning the game. It gives you a comic book, and it kind of goes through every single step of the way to play and then you've got a deck to play with afterwards as well which has some really important cards like zeus like uh god i'm trying to think well it's <laughs> one of those that the two decks they go through a lot of the mechanics and when we've spoken before about getting structure decks and yep. things like that Ash Blossom. it's hard to know where to begin but what we know it is with the starter set, you can actually play it by yourself you if can you want do. to you can work through all of the steps the instruction guide explicitly tells you not to shuffle so that you've got everything in the right play order but there is also master duel as well yeah so e even if you are a casual fan or if you're in Yu-Gi-Oh pretty pretty competitively yeah um the Yu-Gi-Oh two player starter set is a great shout it's only about 18 19 quid and gives you some really meta defining cards uh, which is always fantastic but if you're new to the game as well it will teach you if you want to play but are looking for a free way to play, head on down to your local store. Maybe they'll be able to teach you how to play and maybe even give you some free cards yeah. too. But also Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel is free as well on smartphone, consoles, loads of different ways to play it. And it will teach you how to play, but also it gives you solo scenarios so you can learn these different archetypes, all while collecting gems, I think they are, which you can then cash in for packs to build your own deck. And I think it's something that we, we've spoken about more in terms of Disney Lorcana, like where to start, how to learn, what we're doing with it, because we are learning as we're getting each new release mm -hmm. of Disney Lorcana. But Yu-Gi-Oh! has been around a fair while, and we've got the Rarity Collection, loads of exciting stuff coming up. So whether you are just collecting the cards because you like the artwork, mm -hmm. whether you watched the i was about to say the anime series yeah. when the show the show um or if you're actually looking to try and get somebody new into Yu-Gi-Oh, who expressed an interest in learning how to play there are loads of really good options available and we often have the structure decks in three structure deck bundles as well which gives yeah. you the play set but structure decks are a great shout structure decks are a shout if there's an archetype you like the look of we'll just pick up a set and opening it up and see what you get yeah but like you said, we've been doing the same for Disney Orcana, learning yep. it as we go. And we've got Into the Inklands coming out near the end of the month in store and then next month online. Yes, and I think there's a lot of new dynamics coming in with those locations, seeing some of the cards that have been shared as well, some really good Amber support coming out. Yeah, there's a lot of Amber stuff, there's a lot of Amethyst stuff. Emerald is getting some really good stuff as well. Uh, I think it was last night there was a spoiler for a Ruby Maui, who's like a bird. Yeah. Uh, who works with Hey Hey? It looks so <laughs> good. It's quite interesting. And I think that's one of those, if you follow the Disney Lorcana accounts, you'll see those. I, I hate saying spoilers because they're not. No, they're just releases, previews, yeah, anything like that. But it's a really easy way to get into the game. The game is just starting. We've only had two sets into our third now. So a deck or any of the previous stuff is a great way of getting into the game. You've got the app as well, which has all the cards on it from sets one and two. So you can build your decks, you could track your lore, and it can teach you how to play as well. And we are going to be seeing more about competitive play for Lorcana this year as well. I believe it launches in August overall in terms of the competitive 
play circuit, yeah. but you can go down to your local store and play competitively. But one of the things I'm really excited about, and we saw them actually in the flesh at Toy Fair, is the play maps that people are going to be able to win as prizes yeah. for taking part in those tournaments. So I would love to say that I'll get my deck to a point where it'll be competitive, <laughs> but so far I'm just cycling through the inks and seeing what colours I like. So it's it's going to be interesting, but we'll be trying to share as much as we can as soon as it gets released in store and then we'll share it all again when it gets released online absolutely absolutely and yeah uh, the artwork in Disney North Carolina is very very beautiful so it's exciting to see what's coming up for that for Into the Inklands and how everything will play uh, speaking of card games though we are nearing ever closer to the release of Star Wars Unlimited which is yep. coming out this March Oh, that was a speaker. Yeah. <laughs> I disconnected. I clearly forgot to turn it off. Um, and Star Wars Unlimited, you saw a little bit at uh, Toy Fair as well. You got to play a quick demo game, I got really? to play a game. Yeah. It was, it was a full game uh, with the demo decks. And, yeah, it's a really interesting one because you've got the space kind of, I think they call it arena. In the old games, they called it theatre. Theatre. The space theatre and the ground theatre where your different characters will go. Because, as with Star Wars, you've got to worry about the spaceships, but you've also got to worry about the people on the ground. I mean, is th that is the way yeah. in terms of when you're entering a battle in space, you're not just in spaceships, there are people on the ground. And this is going to be a trading card game, so just like with Disney Lorcana and Yu-Gi-Oh, there are booster packs and starter sets that you can pick up to learn how to play. But it's interesting seeing uh, where it's come from from older games, because this is by Fancy Flight Games, who did Destiny, who did the Star Wars living card game as well. But before all of those, um, there was the Star Wars TCG, not the CCG. The TCG, which I think was Wizards of the Coast. I could so be wrong. when you're saying TCG versus... Trading card game, collectible card game. Okay. <laughs> totally yeah. different. Well, this is the thing. Um, we use a lot of acronyms and things. And if you are new to any of this, yeah. it's kind of important to highlight what the difference is between a trading card game versus a collectible card there, game. There isn't. Okay. <laughs> there is. There's just Good the name. Good talk. Just the <laughs> that's, that's the thing with acronyms. But yeah, so the Star Wars TCG had different theatres as well. It had a space one, a ground one, but it also had a heroes one specifically. Okay. For all of the different hero characters. Now this one is slightly different because it's got space and ground and heroes can go both, but you've also got like a a leader. Kind of like a commander of Magic the Gathering. You've got one person who's gonna be your your person who's gonna lead everything and will eventually come out into play and kind of affect how your deck is built. It'll give you an ability. You've also got a base as well that you've got to protect. Yeah, and, and you have 30? 30, but there are different bases. Some okay. of the bases have 25 uh, toughness on them, but also have an ability. Okay. So there's a little bit of very interesting things related to that. And your, your leaders provide you two different icons. One will be a hero or a villainy, I think they are. Okay. The hero one might be called something different, but light side, dark side, basically. Yeah. Um, and then another one will be something like aggression or uh, leadership or something like that. And then your base will give you another one. Okay. So you're, ha you're having three different icons to build your deck around, basically. And so that gives you so much scope because a lot of cards will have, there'll be a hero, but there'll be leadership. Yes. So like uh, Obi-Wan, for example. Yeah, and I think with this, obviously you saw the demo decks and things like that. We didn't get a chance to take them away with no, us. No, we didn't. Um, but we are excited to see a lot more about it as well. Hopefully we'll be able to record some content of gameplay right here in the studio as well. Yeah, just going back to the deck building thing, there's some interesting things in that as well because it does have rarity like with everything else. It's got hyperspace rares, showcase rares, 
Nice. Nice full art cards. But, um, and they've revealed all eight, I think, leaders now. Eight or twelve leaders. A little bit of a difference there, just to caveat. Eight or twelve, but many. They're, they're all based kind of in the, the Empire time. So Rogue One, New Hope. Yep. To Return of the Jedi, kind of that scope. That's where uh, the game is at currently. And the artwork is different to any other game we've we've kind of yeah. seen. It's reminiscent of ones, but it is new artwork for this. It's new artwork for this TCG, and it's a, a load of different artists as well. And so it was interesting to see where the art will go from here and kind of what different directions it could go. I like to think that it could be very abstract going forward, so mm -hmm. you could have some really interesting pieces, especially when it comes to like stuff we've seen in the past, like the Clone Wars TV show that was done by the people that did Samurai Jack. So that was very kind of edgy. Is that the right word? It's very edgy is a word. <laughs> but I think this is something that most people know Star Wars. Yeah. Most people have a impression of what Star Wars looks like in their mind. Like they will think of the films or they will think of the games it might even be the miniatures that you see in star wars yeah. legion and things like that but people will go okay this is what i picture when i see star wars and what is great about unlimited is it's another style of artwork to to see it is different illustrations it's similar to where we've got Lorcana, where they look like they could be stills from the film mm. but they are not from disney films absolutely um so it's a really exciting time to be getting into new games as well and star wars unlimited and into the ink clans both release on the 8th of march yep same day as fallout's magic the gathering set that is set to come out coming with those different commander decks including one for dogmeat um but also the collector's boosters like we saw with doctor who and we've seen some of the the different art for those cards too where some of them look like the little uh pit boys mm. uh, which are quite cute and so yeah it'll be interesting to see that one come up as well uh fallout which is interesting seems to be coming more and more because i can't because we've got the tv show coming out as well but mm -hmm. i think the last game was 76 and i don't know if there's a new one coming out because i think the company did starfield most recently which is a I, bit different. I had a moment of going 1976 it's like no fallout, fallout 76. 76 yeah it's like wow that was a long time since they made a game um but there's been a few kind of releases you got to open up mycelia yeah mycelia which is out now from ravensburger it's a deck building game to an extent so you start with a small amount of cards in your hand and you'll be getting more cards throughout the game, more powerful cards, by spending resources, which are leaves. Um, and so you'll be getting them to your hand, playing them. And playing these cards uh, allows you to move dewdrops on your board. And you're trying to move these dewdrops on your board to this shrine, to this portal, basically. Okay. And so your aim is to get all the dewdrops off your board. Now, once you get a certain amount of dewdrops, while well, you and the other players are getting a certain amount of dewdrops, off your board into this shrine. They're going to this kind of central circular structure. I can't, I can't think if it's a tree or just the shrine itself, uh, but it's this circular me me mechanism. What <laughs> I think of like, so Mycelia, it's, it's all very fungus yes. based. And if you think of a fairy ring, if you think of a toadstool circle, <laughs> that's what I'm imagining. The shrine in the center is very much based on that concept yeah. of a, a circle right in the middle that is the heart of everything that's going on so all the dewdrops that you're getting rid of and other players are getting rid of are going onto this circle and then eventually they'll hit a limit where you have to spin that circle and they'll fall out of the 
the little ramp, the off ramp. Oh. Um, and it will roll the dice as well, which will determine what dewdrops go back onto your and the other players' boards. So it's constantly getting dewdrops off, getting some back, trying to get them off completely. Okay. So also adding cards to your hand. I was going to say you don't want lots of dewdrops. You there. want to get them off. And thinking of another game that you really don't want to have all of the things fall out of, you actually opened up uh, the world's smallest Kaplunk. Yes, the world's smallest Kaplunk and the rest of the world's smallest set as well. Uh, we just got those in very recently. They're very tiny. Um, uh, who knew? World's smallest. Super tiny. They are, if you are thinking of like a, a matchbox, who, yeah. who, who owns a matchbox these days? But uh, <laughs> I think people think of like matchbox cars and things like that. Yeah. Matchbox is a... A standard size, even though people don't tend to use matches. <laughs> but um, they're smaller than matchbox size. And so the Kaplunk, the, the Kaplunk actually might be the only one that isn't. But uh, the Kaplunk is pretty big uh, and has just standard Kaplunk pieces and you can just play but with them. you could fit it in you your could hand. Hold it. You could hold it. You could yeah. play it on the train in the subway in London. Yeah. Uh, if you really wanted to. Yeah. The balls might go everywhere. But. Uh, and you will never find them again. They will, will be gone. <laughs> but it, you had World's Smallest Operation, which is... That was really good. That's a solo game as yeah. well. If you wanted it to be, you could genuinely pull that out on the subway and just start playing it. Yeah. It would make a noise, but you know, everyone's got their headphones in anyway. And yeah. Them, so. Once you're on the underground, sound is irrelevant. You just can't talk, yeah. really. It would make it very difficult, though, to, to not do <laughs> You just see that little nose light up. But uh, World's Smallest Cluedo, World's Smallest Scrabble, as well with magnetic tiles, which yeah. I think is brilliant. The Scrabble one is great. It makes me yearn for a slightly bigger Scrabble. <laughs> I, I I can understand that. I'm also going, I would love magnetic Scrabble tiles and potentially like a playmat style mm. board so that I could play it anywhere and it's a little Pop bit... it down and then... Yeah, yeah, I can play that. Um, I've never played Scrabble as a solo game, but now I think about it, there's no reason why you couldn't. I mean, it depends. There's probably different rules for it because I guess part of Scrabble is your opponent getting in the way of you yeah. and building onto your world. Yeah. But also, you'd still have the restriction of what letters you've yeah, got yeah. on. So it's not... Yes, it takes away an element of difficulty, but also you've not got the opportunities that the other players give you of, oh, now True. I've got an extra vowel. True. Uh, but the triple word score would definitely be difficult to get to if you are aiming for those corner tiles. But the world's smallest, really good game. World's smallest, Monopoly. Monopoly was there too. Cluedo as well. The Monopoly one's interesting because it comes with all the money as well. Yeah, teeny tiny money, yes. which... All separate. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I I was actually saying to Johnny that the last Monopoly set that I remember playing and buying uh, was Monopoly Europe, I think it was, and it actually had like a little card machine. So you used cards instead of cash. So yeah. it was quite um, nostalgic having the teeny tiny pieces of paper for Monopoly as well. Connect Four, that was another one. Connect Four was a good one. Uh, I actually accidentally uh, kind of blew onto them and because the, 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 the circles are so thin, Everywhere. kind of like confetti. <laughs> <laughs> Connect Four confetti. But if you are looking for a tiny game, that is definitely one to check out. I'm looking across the studio and we've actually got a lot of Dobble, which I personally really rate as a quick family game to get to the table. You can play it with anyone. It's snap, but more difficult because you have to have your observation skills 
in to try and match up those icons but there are so many different versions of double now there are and they all play relatively similarly unless it's a certain unless it's double connect yeah a certain different variation but uh they've all just got different icons on them and they contain many different ways of playing and so what's interesting is that unlike snap where there's just you play snap yeah i mean over. most people are familiar with snap it's kind of one of those that a double as a concept is built so that there will be a match on every card. Yes, which is really difficult to, to think about, yeah. but I guess it makes sense. Yeah, there's yeah. A, a method to it and it has been done a specific way, but we've also got on the other end of the spectrum from the world's smallest to double XL. Yeah, double XL, big double. Big double, <laughs> double that you can play when it's a little bit sunnier out outside and you can just hop about on your double uh icons to do those matches absolutely is really exciting but double is suitable for lots of different ages there are specific double sets for younger players but mm. also if you're like myself you can pick up the dc comics double you can pick up asterix double as well and you can get people tripping over all of the different puns and names from Asterix. Is Asterix not for children? Asterix is for children, but there are a lot of... I'm not going to go too deep into it, but there are a lot of names that you go, huh, that's quite funny, because it all plays on the... Um, like dogmatics, for example. Mm. Um, so you've got Asterix, Obelix, um, you've got Getafix, who is the druid for okay. it. And, you just you the more names you learn about the more you're like oh okay I've, this is good i don't remember because i played the video game um ah. like a pc video game of asterix and Obelix, but i didn't really watch it oh the, so i read the comics oh, okay. um so a lot of them are translated as well but it's all based in gaul and a lot of the names are just puns some of them are puns that you go, well, I don't understand what that is. <laughs> it is when you're reading it as a 10 year old and then when you look back at it as an adult, you go, oh, <laughs> right. But yeah, really good fun. There's double scouts as well. So you can do double scouts, double camping. I've got waterproof double or beach double, I think it is, which I did take down to the beach in Folkestone. It is waterproof and sandproof. So highly recommend for that. And it hopefully post a pre-pancake day we get anarchy pancakes that would be Double. really good be pancake day's next week oh I know, what like, day what is it tuesday tuesday makes sense or, sure, tuesday. always <laughs> always a tuesday so we've got lunar new year on saturday we have got shrove tuesday pancake day on tuesday then we've got valentine's day yeah so uh, are we gonna do pancake testing no for chaos I, consumes i did wonder about uh the game Quark, Q-A-W-A-L-E, Quale, okay, yeah, yeah. is the little yeah, yeah. almost pancake ship discs. Um, but yeah, we were looking at two-player games. There's Cupid's Crisis. Mm. Yeah, the Cupid Crisis. The Cupid Crisis, which is like an escape room style game, if you're looking for that. I did see somebody who was selling a copy of... Was it Azul Chocolate that came yeah. out a couple of years ago? So there's loads of good games if you're looking to get something a little bit different. But you can also pick up some Lego flowers. Lego flowers are great. The uh, the bouquets of roses and stuff like that are very lovely. Uh, there's loads of two-player games. Like Wingspan is a great one, uh, which doesn't just have to play it two-player, but can play it more. But Wingspan Asia specifically is two-player. Maybe that's a shout. 
Um, there's loads of small games we played, loads of format games that are great at two-player as well. XLAM, of course. Um, but <laughs> if you don't have anyone to play with, there is also games like Final Girl, yep. which are great solo games that you could play on Valentine Valentine's. Valentine's Val Day evening. Valentine's Day. Um, and it is one of those that we know not everybody likes to celebrate all of the various holidays as well. So do check out any offers and things like that. If you are a member on our website, make sure to check out your monthly voucher codes Absolutely. as well and use those because February is a short month. We've got an extra day this year because it's a leap year. Um, but aside from that, make sure to check forward those codes some really great offers and uh, we're out of january now so hopefully we're, everyone's in a good place half terms coming up as well so we've got some really good family games like stomp the plank and loads of different ravensburger games as well as uh disney lorcana but i also want to do a quick shout out for pokemon day which is this month yep. as well 27th of february we're going to have some stuff going on at the shop yep and uh, we might do something on stream, although that's we TBC. might do. We'll see. Um, we still haven't finished Paldian Fates, no. so we're still we're still missing two cards from Paldian Fates. We do have a few boosters left, and we have all of the new releases that are coming out this current this coming Friday. The mini tins, normal tins, big tins, premium collections. Lots of tins. Lots of tins. Lots of promo cards as well. So you can head on over to the online store and the TikTok shop and take a look at both of those too. But I think otherwise. Well, that's kind of it. Yeah, do make sure to check out the videos on YouTube as well. You can see the unboxings. You can see those kind of exclusive peeks of what is coming out. And make sure to join us on live as well. So we're on Twitch, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, other channels, depending on how the algorithms and things are working. But if you want to subscribe then head on over to twitch tiktok and now youtube mm -hmm. because you can now become a member on youtube as well which helps us create even more content for you absolutely so yes thank you for uh, watching and listening yeah um and have an amazing evening and every other time of the day yeah whenever you're <laughs> listening enjoy the rest of the time that is left for you in this 24-hour period and uh we'll see you later bye bye